0: let's talk air conditioning. Now, the British Columbia government today announced it's giving BC Hydro $10 million to provide up to $8,000 or sorry, up to 8,000 free air conditioning units to vulnerable uh, people. Now, a death review panel by the BC Coroner's service found that most of the 619 people who died in BC's heat dome in 2021 were low income, they are vulnerable people, uh, and they were 60 years of age and older. So one of the key recommendations from that panel was that the government provide air conditioning units to those living in single-room apartments. Uh, Health Minister Adrian Dix made the announcement today. Take a listen.
1: In addition, health authorities will work with their home health teams to identify community-based vulnerable clients and assist them in working with BC Hydro to gain access to free air conditioning units through this program. BC Hydro has already launched a pilot program, as you know, to begin providing access to air conditioning units, and this additional $10 million is expected to offer approximately 8,000 more units to vulnerable people across the province. This program will start by by, uh, supporting lower income and vulnerable individuals who are at higher risk of heat-related impacts. With the initial funding of $10 million, approximately, as I noted, 8,000 air conditioning units can be installed over the next three years. It is anticipated that at least 50% of air conditioning units will be installed in apartments or multi unit dwellings, with the balance in single family dwellings. And BC Hydro will work with a contractor to assess electrical requirements, air conditioner replacement installation, and provide training on how to use the air conditioner.
0: Uh, BC Hydro President Chris O'Reilly says the utility will also offer all customers $50 off purchases of qualified energy-saving air conditioning units as well. He spoke at the press conference today. Take a listen.
1: We know many people in BC are struggling with extreme heat and that there are often limited options available to them when it comes to cooling. As our once milder springs and summers become warmer, air conditioning is no longer being considered a luxury among British Columbians. It is so vital that we get air conditioning to those who really need it. Our most vulnerable populations, including seniors, those with disabilities, and lower-income populations. And that's why this funding announcement is so important.
0: Joining me now to talk about today's announcement uh, is Nadine Nakagawa. She is New Westminster City Council. She's been on the show before to discuss the uh, issue of uh, air conditioning uh, in rental units as well. Um, Ms. Nakagawa, thank you for joining us today.
2: Yeah, nice to talk to you again. Uh,
0: First of all, your thoughts on this announcement. uh, Good news day, or do you think there more more should have been done because of the fact that we've had the heat dome in 2021?
2: Well, I would say it's both. Um, It is good news. Clearly, people need access to air conditioners. We don't want our neighbours to die in another heat dome. But, you know, there's been recommendations that's done, like in in the uh, death review panel, It was actually a recommendation to do a study, which it looks like they didn't do. Um, And and also coming from the Vancouver Design Panel, which had some disability justice advocates on it, they actually recommended making the air conditioners a medical device. So I think there's some nuance that was missed in in this sort of rollout of this plan, Mm -hmm. perhaps because the study wasn't done. And, you know, I would just add to this that... I just myself signed a lease for rent and in that lease agreement, I'm not allowed to have an air conditioner unit in my building. Like I don't have health vulnerabilities, but if there was somebody in my building who does, this doesn't help them because they're not allowed to have it in their lease agreement. So there's more that needs to be done sort of on that side of, the, of, the, of it as well.
0: So let me just uh, touch on the first comment that you made that, about air conditioners being made a medical device. Can you elaborate on that?
2: Well, this is a recommendation that came from the Vancouver Design Panel, uh-huh. and I know they are thinking about who gets access to it and how they get access. Um, so I think that there's, there's some work to be done there because, again, this sounds like a great program, um, but I think it is concerning that um, people may not be allowed to have it based on their housing type. Um, so there might be other, you know, they're, they're thinking about providing the units, but they're not thinking about whether or not folks are allowed to have it. So perhaps that perhaps that medical device might allow uh, folks to get around that from a tenancy side.
0: Uh, you could also argue that we've been a little slow off the mark here. The fact that Washington, Oregon State, to so far from what I've read, have delivered 23,000 air cooling units since that heat dome in 2021. We are just getting to an announcement stage today
2: yeah we're lucky that we haven't had another heat event um in in the time in between that the one in 2021 which is two years ago Mm -hmm. now um so we're, we're really fortunate that we haven't had those extreme heats and temperatures so you know i really support programs being done right and being done thoughtfully and and sometimes that does mean uh some consideration and some thought uh so better late than never. i um, glad it's being done now. And I think there's so much more that we need to do.
0: Um, you just mentioned that uh, you signed a lease for rental and, and you're not allowed to have an air conditioner. What's the reasoning behind that? I'm curious.
2: I, I, I didn't ask the landlord, but I, I think it's because often they don't want things sticking out of buildings. Um, they don't want them unsecured. They don't like the look of it. Um, there, I think there's lots of reasons, and and when I was talking uh, about the issue that came to the local, Lower Mainland Local Government Conference, which is about amending the Residential Tenancy Act, we, you and I had a conversation about that. Uh, a lot of people got back to me and said, "Yeah, my landlord doesn't allow me to have it," um, or that they are it won't work in their building. So where I used to live, where I just moved from, I lived in a in a studio suite, and so I had a sliding glass door. And air conditioners aren't going to work for that unless maybe it's custom built or, or whatever else. Um, and that seems really unlikely that folks are going to be able to get something like that. So, again, there's there's a couple of reasons why this still has gaps in it. And it's that, uh, you know, landlords are saying that you're not allowed to have a a, rent, a cooling unit, but also that it might not work for the physical, you know, the logistical side of your building.
0: Now, you mentioned the fact that you, last time you were on this program, we did talk about um, uh, a proposal before the Lower Mainland Local Government Association about making landlords responsible for uh, a cooling unit for tenants, just as they're responsible for providing heating for a unit. Uh, that uh, motion was voted down, although I think you were mentioning at that time it was a very close vote. Uh, when So could that come back again next year? Do you expect that type of motion or that conversation to come back again, either through the local government association or another entity?
2: I sure hope so. I mean, I would support it coming back. Again, the problem with that is that you know, that'll be next spring. Then it goes to Union of BC municipalities, which would be September 2024.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then we'd have to update the, the, the bylaw. You know, there's we're talking about years and years to, to roll this out. And we could have a, a, another heat dome like that an extreme weather event at any time, really. So um, there is a sense of urgency that I don't think is being captured in our response to this. Mm-hmm. So um, my colleague Tasha Henderson and I are looking to do something like that locally in the West. Maybe that's a model that municipalities could pick up in the interim. I still do think it should be in the Tenancy Act, but we need to respond. And, and again, if people need a cooling unit in their building, we need, they need to be able to ha- access one Great, the PC Hydra is providing it, but then it's the other end uh, making sure that they're allowed to have it in their building.
0: So in the case of New West and what you're hoping to do there would be basically the city would purchase cooling units where I guess you could buy a Canadian tire and you come you can take it to your home and, and plug them in. Is, is it kind of like a you'd borrow them for a week or you put a deposit down? Is that how they would work?
2: So we just got a report late last night um, about this, that we will be also uh, providing some some units to folks who are low income. And the details of that are still to come. But what I would actually like is I would like us to update our bylaws to say that uh, housing units require cooling just as they require heating and looking to see that if we can do that on the local level. So it's more than the city providing air conditioner units, because again, we still run into the issue of landlords saying that you can't have them and them not working for the unit, but saying that actually... We need it built into the housing stock itself.
0: Uh, Nadine, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you.